Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. After more than 40 years of nothing, the FDA did something on plant-based beverage labeling, but it wasn't enough. Even though the agency finally acknowledged that consumers are confused about the nutritional content of plant-based beverages that masquerade as dairy products in their packaging, it still allows them to use the word milk, albeit with new disclaimers. That's made the Dairy Pride Act, led by our guest, Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin, all the more important. She reintroduced the legislation in the Senate at the end of February. A House companion bill is expected shortly, and with the stage set, it's time for Dairy Pride to become law. Senator Baldwin is in her second term representing Wisconsin in the U.S. Senate, where she is a leader on health and agricultural issues. Thank you for joining us, Senator Baldwin. It's a pleasure to join you. Here's the state of play. FDA has released proposed guidance on the labeling of plant-based beverages that appears to try to give something to each side of this debate. Acceptance of plant, we'll put them in scare quotes, milks on one hand, but disclosure requirements on the other. What do you think of the FDA's guidance? No, I think the FDA is not enforcing its own rules. Um, and they're going to continue to allow uh, mislabeled imitation products to be on the market. And nobody wants to keep anyone from uh, having an almond beverage or an oat beverage or a soy beverage, but they shouldn't be able to use these highly defined uh, dairy terms like milk or yogurt or, uh, or cream or cheese. And I would just tell you that Wisconsin farmers work so hard to meet the FDA standards of nutrition and quality. Um, they can't put the word milk on the side of a carton of milk unless they meet those standards. It is not fair uh, for uh, plant-based products to be able to say they're milk when they don't meet those uh, standards at all. You point out dairy is playing by the rules. Is this a competitive disadvantage for dairy farmers? There's a lot of challenges and hits that uh, the dairy industry has uh, taken in the last uh, uh, in the last many years. Everything from Mother Nature and extreme weather events to uh, trade issues and tariffs uh, to uh, uh, fluctuating feed costs and uh, the inability to control the price they get per hundredweight. We don't need to pile on. And I think that this, uh, when you look at the uh, average dairy case in a grocery store, you see all of these imitation products that claim to be some form of milk. I think every bit matters. And uh, I'm working hard for Wisconsin dairy farmers by uh, trying to protect dairy's good name, frankly, uh, from these imitation uh, products. And what does this mean for consumers, the current situation we have on grocery shelves? I think what it means first is uh, the use of the word milk for products that are uh, plant-based um, implies, in my mind, uh, a nutritional equivalency that simply doesn't exist. They're basically saying this should be an alternative or a substitute for, a substitute for, for milk. Um, and uh, there should not be uh, a presumption on the part of the consumer that there's a nutritional equivalency. But when you use the word milk or other dairy terms that have uh, a, a, meeting, a meaning that is defined in regulation, a standard of identity, um, I think it creates that implication that's not, uh, not there. 
So this all points to what's been the main congressional vehicle for action on this issue, and that's the Dairy Pride Act, which you have introduced in the U.S. Senate. What would the act do to change this context, and why is it necessary? It shouldn't be necessary to tell the Food and Drug Administration to simply do its job, right? It's it's sort of it's already the law. You should be enforcing it. Um, but frankly, uh, that's why it's necessary. And and this recently released guidance uh, from the FDA uh, that does not uh, compel the uh, plant-based uh, imitations and imposters to stop using dairy's good name necessitates and creates a, a higher sense of urgency for the Dairy Pride Act. Um, basically, the legislation would give these um, mislabeled products, uh, a time horizon to remove the dairy terms like milk or cheese or yogurt from their branding. And there's many alternative terms they can use to describe their products. And, um, and then uh, it would finally force FDA to enforce their own rules. Got to ask the sausage making question. It's a closely divided Congress that different partisan control in each chamber. What's the path for a piece of legislation like this to pass this Congress? First of all, I'll, I'll start by uh, saying that this is a very bipartisan piece of legislation. And I am uh, proud to have introduced it with even more bipartisan original co-sponsors uh, this year. Um, and many uh, of the uh, folks that I'm joining forces with are going to have significant input as we draft a new farm bill, uh, which is something that I expect to get completed this calendar year. So that's certainly one area that we can look towards. Um, we also uh, have funding bills for the Food and Drug Administration, and um, that would certainly be another opportunity to look at uh, this type of legislation. Nobody's going to be shocked that a uh, senator from Wisconsin is going to be supporting pro-dairy legislation. But you, you, you represent a broad constituency, and, and you have a broad portfolio in the Senate. How does this all fit together? Well, I was talking before about just the multiple challenges that dairy farmers face. Uh, uh, and, and I'm particularly thinking of smaller and medium-sized family farms, um, operations that have been handed down generation to generation, but um, so many of which are uh, on the brink of it not being a, a sustainable uh, a business. And we don't want to lose any more of these great uh, uh, dairy farms. Uh, but there are so many challenges that we have to take a multifaceted approach. And dairy pride is just one of many things that I've championed for um, the dairy industry. Another one that I'm very proud of is the um, Dairy Business Innovation Initiative, which allows um, the smaller and medium-sized uh, farms to either get technical assistance um, or apply for grants to increase efficiencies, lower their uh, input costs, or add value to their product on farm, or small processors uh, can apply for grants to do similar types of activities. We've seen uh, a lot of really brilliant ideas get funded and, um, and, and uh, folks be able to 
uh, you know, improve the prof profitability of their operations. So that's another area where I'll continue to be a champion for, uh, for the dairy industry and, and particularly Wisconsin's smaller and medium-sized farms. We've been speaking with Senator Tammy Baldwin from Wisconsin on the Dairy Pride Act, which ensures integrity in labeling and is must-pass legislation this Congress. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. To comment on the FDA's guidance and learn more about this issue, visit our website, nmpf.org, and click on the red button in the middle of the page. And for more of the Dairy Defined podcast, you can find and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music under the podcast name, Dairy Defined. Thank you for joining us.